Culture Map presents What's Eric Eating? From the Gal Media Studios in Houston, Texas, here's Culture Map food editor Eric Sandler. Welcome to a very special edition of What's Eric Eating? It's time for our year in review show. So I have summoned all of this year's recurring co-hosts to join me for a wrap-up discussion of the best and worst in Houston bars and restaurants in 2018. Folks, I'm going to introduce you one by one so people can hear your voices. Linda Salinas, welcome to the show. (laughs) Matt Harris, thanks for being here. Thank you. Mary Clarkson, welcome back. Hello. <laughs> Felice Sloan. Hey, 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 hey. And Rebecca Masson. Hi, y'all. All right. So this is complicated. We have six people huddled around three microphones. We are going to do our best to make this as listenable as possible. <laughs> Everyone is going to speak as clearly as possible and directly into the microphone. Yes, chef. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you're going to have to be like closer. Yes, chef. All right. That's more like it. So I want to start with the best new restaurants of 2018. I have asked each of you to prepare a list of your top three new restaurants that opened this year. Matt Harris, you look like you want to go first. Happy to. Let's hear it. Uh, Okay. Top three. No drum roll. Just talk. No boo. No boo. Really? No. Indigo. Huh. Okay. La Lucha and Super Rica. That was four. You, That's, you just yeah. did four. That's, you did four. Oh, we're being technical so, over here. Right. So you're going to have to let one of those go. I, I'll stand by the three. Okay. Yeah, there two of them are in the same building. I'm going to allow that. All right, Mary Clarkson, it's your turn. Oh, my gosh. Uh, not no boo. Uh, <laughs> Wait, are we going to be able to talk about these? Yes, yes, we're going to talk about it. I want to see if there's some common points of intersection. I mean, unfairly. We should have just done one of each. La Lucha for me is okay. my number one. Um, I'm going to just stick with La Lucha for the moment. All right, Felice Sloan, how about you? That's another one for La Lucha, Eunice, mm-hmm. and I'm loving BB Lemon. All right, Becky, how about you? Definitely Eunice. Um, did Fiji's open in 2018? It did. Yeah, I'm going to put them on the list because that's, I. yeah, it's so good. Okay, I got two. All right, you got two. Linda, how about you? You got anything? Uh, Super Rico, for sure. And um, that's it. That's all I got. That's all you got? All right. So none of you said my favorite new restaurant of the year, which is UB Preserve. Chris Shepard's reimagined version of Underbelly. Uh, I have to say, I'm a little bit surprised. I think it's my. I just think it's. I, I it's think it's good. I don't think it's the best of 2018. I mean, you're just a super fan for them. Like if they opened up <laughs> Bob's a, Burgers, yeah, a Bob's Burgers, yeah, you, you, you would go for them yet again. So, so you're saying that's one of his crushes. That's what you're saying? Yes, that's okay. what I'm saying. It's called fanboy. Fanboy. Yeah. Oh, Saza. Fanboy. I think that UB Preserve has a couple standout dishes. Do I consider it on the best? Eh. 
I've had consistently good meals there. They and, are, I, and I know I, I don't get there. I don't get the same version of a restaurant that other people do, but I I get a better version of most restaurants than I, I've got. I've probably gone there as much as you have, and I agree it's consistent. I I love what Nick Wong's doing, but again. But it's the best. No, it's not. It's not the best. All right, Matt. I have to ask you about Nobu because. Really. I mean. Come on. Now, 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 now. No. I you wish. A Robert De Niro fanboy. Is that why? I wish people could see the ballet to the microphones that's happening right now. <laughs> it's mostly just Linda. Well, she's yes, <laughs> and it's fabulous. The what what it was. If we had said best food, I didn't read best food in the question. No, best restaurant. Best Overall restaurant. experience. Oh, right. I mean, snappy. I mean, I think that one of the one of the biggest differences is I think in best restaurant, best food has to be with service. And I think that's probably what you're talking about is the service. The service is definitely part of it. And also just sort of the statement that having Nobu open in Houston is pretty significant for the Houston dining scene. So let me agree with you. I love Nobu, the Houston Nobu. And that's, I mean, and not because it'll get there, I think, but I wouldn't say it is on par with the other ones. That's all. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be a real jerk. Where is it? It's, it's, it's in the gallery. It's right around <laughs> the corner from me. I'll never go. <laughs> you just lost me. No, I mean, I felt like it was very pretty. And I think we had good service, the, the meal that we had there. Excellent. But I didn't feel like the quality of the food we were served was substantially better than at other high-quality sushi restaurants that already exist in Houston. It didn't, it didn't strike me as a head-and-shoulders improvement, which is kind of Nobu's reputation, right? It's the, the leader. Don't disagree. I'm going to fall back on the technical question of what we're... The best. So you're saying overall experience with the food, service, all that, that's why it's its best. Well, I will agree with you. I'll I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give him that. All right. And I know that we've talked about Eunice quite a bit on the show, but uh, who would like to talk about what they like about Eunice? Because that's on my list, too. Uh, barbecue lobster. Yes. Uh, yes. The broccolini. Yes. The burrata. Yes. Yes. Those little duck Popper the thing. Poppers. Yes. The yes. biscuits that come the with the burrata. That come with the burrata. I the service is the service. so good. I've no like I mean, again, I'm probably like Drake is the bomb. Yeah. Yes. I'm <laughs> Daniel too. It's Luke. all of those, but it's all those things. It's, it's, those all those guys. It's all the stuff that you wanted Nobu to be, but isn't. Right, right. So <laughs> so there's a restaurant from a highly acclaimed out of town restaurant group that I do think raised the bar. Because I don't think we have a restaurant quite like Eunice. I, I've described it as if State of Grace and Brennan's had a baby. Yeah. Because it's it be kind of seafood oriented, a little more modern. Beached. And it's the best looking dining room to open. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very comfortable, but it's really elegant. Right. The only complaint I have at Eunice is their desserts. That's it. Oh my God. And okay. they improved that They've lemon pie. But you did, they say they improved. Yes. I, yes. That lemon pie? Sadly, the last time it's I went, you know, it was Mrs. Wilson's birthday, so I had to make okay. a cake. So go back, have yeah. the lemon pie. I, I think you'll, uh, it's amazing. But my favorite thing that I've eaten there is the burger with the root beer float. Okay. Ooh. It was so good. All right. And then I also want to talk about La Lucha and Superica because again, I think they're kind of Mining the Southern thing. And I have to say, 
I'm a little bit surprised that you're giving a shout out to a Tex-Mex restaurant from Atlanta. I was going to say, you guys put them together. I separate them because Superica is not it for me. La Lucha, up there. Superica, absolutely not. So, y'all put them together. My Elise pet. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. The Wilsons I, love the uh, dollar oysters. Because <laughs> the last time I suggested that we go to Superica, you suggested another restaurant. Whoa, so, I was not aware that you were whoa. a fan. God forbid. Uh, well, to be fair, you had not been to this other restaurant. It's true. So, um, but I'm going to, I'm going to fall back on the technical question again. To me, La Lucha is, it satisfies the food side. I'm, I'm a big fan. Um, but the fact that La Lucha and Superica open in the former hunky dory Bernadine space, Having another, again, Ford Fry, who's actually from Houston or has Houston roots, but in Atlanta now, uh, to me, was enough of a combination to kind of put them up into the best restaurant openings for 2018. All right, Mary, go ahead. Their fried chicken and champagne selection is enough to put me on loving everything that they're doing. And come on, it's a great group. It's great service. It's a beautiful restaurant. Yeah, I will say the one thing about Superica that was a pleasant surprise is that they get the details right. They have, I think they. I think I tried three or four different salsas, all flavorful, all well-seasoned, all well-executed. The tortillas are good. The queso is good. You know, just the, the little details that usually people who are not familiar with actual Tex-Mex get wrong. All right, Linda, what about you? What uh, Did you say La Lucha? Is that what I'm remembering? Uh, no, Super Rica. Oh, okay. What what was it about Superica for you? I like their composed dishes. I like their composed dishes. Um, I had a really awesome short ribs dish. Uh, service was really great uh, for the most part. Um, the drinks, I mean, honestly, I'm willing to give them a pass on the the okay drinks. Well, and Be- you are a hardcore margarita snob. We should yes. say that. Um, it's a, the drinks were just okay, but because... Because the service, because like the little details in the food that I'm, I'm willing to give them the, uh, yeah, that's delicious spot, you know. All right. And then I think, uh, Felice, you and I may be the only ones who've actually eaten there, but what about Tris? So good. It's so. Tris is in the Woodlands. So clearly all the inner, clearly all the inner loop snobs are like, where is that? Are you kidding me? Hi, I run a bakery. I don't get out. Okay. So it's. And what I said last time I was on here, if it was inside the loop, we wouldn't really be having this conversation. Everyone would be licking their fingers like, oh, my God, it's so good because it is that good. He service everything that we've hit on where Matt's like, I'm going to default to technical. You don't have to default on this one. They got the service, um, their wine service, their cocktail service. They nail it, nail it. Yeah, so you need to go. It's but halfway it's to another, Dallas. But it's in another city. <laughs> oh, there you but go. It's in another city. It's I don't want to go to another city to try your... <laughs> They're such haters, boy. These interviewers oh. are haters. I, I, I have a question from the, from the inner looper snobs. Uh, is, is Tris really that much of a change from what it was previously compared to, like, let's say, Oxheart and Theodore Rex? I don't think it is as much of a change as Oxheart to T-Rex or even Underbelly to UB Preserve, but they they renovated the dining room. 
They changed the menu pretty comprehensively. You know, they kept they kept a couple of things, but I, I do think it's a it's a more global restaurant, you know, because Austin had stodged in Europe and Asia. And I think he brought a lot of that back with him. And so I just I do think it's it's different enough. Stage. I did. <laughs> No, that, that, that's the only thing for me. It's in terms of quality that, I mean, we were, I was there uh, for the, the collaborate with Corkscrew Barbecue, Will Buckman, and it was one of the best meals I had in Houston this year. Yeah. Hmm. All right, let us move on. How long did, how, how, how expensive was that Uber ride though? Uh, I drove. More or less than your meal. But <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was about the same. Yeah, I think from the loop, from inside the loop, you're probably looking it up. Uber to head north. So carpool, designated driver. More? More. More. Hey. Oh, geez. Just drive. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Nope. Next time I'm on my way to Dallas. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good news, it's open for lunch. Yes, score. (laughs) All right, I want to move on. Uh, Favorite dishes of the year that didn't come from one of your top three restaurants. Oh, so. I, can, I can do that. Okay. Becky, go ahead. Um, the crispy rice salad at UB Preserve. Absolutely. And the pork jowl pastor, which I think people kind of like that one's kind of gets passed over a little bit. Um, the, um, the, <laughs> this is so funny. The little hot dogs that Ryan Lachane oh, does <laughs> at um, Real for um, happy hour. And his pierogies. I'm sorry. I know that's. Oh yeah, no, that truffle pierogi that he yeah, did. I can't with the with caviar the is mind blowing good. Yeah, so good. Um, I think that's it. Are you sure? I think so. <laughs> All right. I've, I've been to like four restaurants this year, so yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, Felice, how about you? Oh wait, no, no, the freaking. Oh no, it was on my. It's my favorite restaurant, but the bone marrow mushrooms on this ribeye at Eunice. Oh, it's naughty! It's naughty! It's so good. Okay, sorry, I cheated. <laughs> That's okay. I'm gonna say it's very simple, but it was really good, and I've had it twice now. The um, chicken and rice at Indianola, it's so delicious, and also their big steak. But the chicken and rice, just real simple. People, you know, I wouldn't normally order that. It's really good. Yeah, no, the big the big steak is on my <laughs> list. Uh, I want to say it's uh, Snake River Farms, right? A yeah. sixty ounce bone in ribeye. They just they charge one hundred and fifty dollars for it for it. And since I paid for it when I went and ate there, I can say it was totally worth it. It's worth every delicious. penny. Yes. Worth every penny. How many people does it take to finish? We were six, and we took it down. Yeah. Nice. I would not want to do it with fewer than four. Okay. Inappropriate, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mary, it's your turn. All right. Um, tomato toast at T-Rex. Oh, I love that tomato toast. Uh, number two would be the Snickers. Sorry, Becky. The Snickers foie gras dessert at Uchi right now is really good. Yeah, but that's, if, that's a plated dessert. That's totally different. No I offense taken. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. I don't, don't want to cheat on you. Um, I love that one. And then third, this is going to kind of come out of nowhere, but any of the pizzas at – oh, just one. Sorry. Okay, well, there you Becky, go. Becky Those are my two. Bad trend. Sorry. Sorry. I'm, Sorry. A little, I'm the ass. I was going to say any pizza from Pizza Modus, I'll, but whatever. I'll let myself out now. I'll let myself out now. All right, Matt, how about you? Can I, can I do two? 
Yeah, you I may have two. Yes, I did two. So Fine. You have two. Uh, machetes at Sunny Flea Market, and the warm butter cake at Mastros. Mm-hmm. That is the only reason to go to Mastros. Yes. What is, what is because, this that you uh, speak of? A shake in Manhattan is a crime. Huh. <laughs> well. All right, What's Linda. a warm butter cake? It's, 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 this it's exactly. Utterly really? decadent, gooey. I'm exactly. just going to go have that. butter with equal parts butter. Okay. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> All right. Linda, how about you? Uh, also a plate of dessert. <laughs> the burrata that Brandon Silva yes. does at Holman Draft. Really? Yes. Why? Because it's delicious. What, like, describe it. What is it? Uh, it's like burrata and cashews and salt and butter. It's like, it's simple, delicious, and it's priced really well. And I know it's kind of a bro-y bar. And I'm upset with their frozen selection um, of cocktails. But uh, I'm a trend here. Um, but it's it's really really good. It's just it's super simple. And Brandon actually does really like lovely composed dishes. And to find something in a big bro bar in the middle of Midtown is kind of refreshing. You sold me. Yeah, and not just that it's not just that it's a good dish at a bro bar, but it's like a really delicate. Like he does like cool vegetable plates at Pitch Twenty Five and the. There's that uh, Tarashi bowl at Wooster's Garden with the marinated ribeye. I mean, Brandon. Brandon's a good chef. Brandon doesn't probably doesn't get enough credit for the quality of the work that he does. Yeah, and so I'll I'll give you the big steak. Uh, La Lucha is not one of the top three for me, so their fried chicken is is on my list. And if I can cheat, since it's my show, yes. the uh, roasted oysters at Eunice that are topped mm. with the Blue crab and the uh, breadcrumbs. Yeah, those are your favorite ones. Those are your those favorite are my favorite roast. favorite. Yeah. Uh, and the and those roasted oysters at Nia's. I like see a we got yeah. Those are a really nice addition to Houston. <laughs> I'm a lady. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time technically, for. Technically, you are not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lady boy. Okay. All right, we'll take it. All right, topic number three. What restaurant that did not open this year did you find yourself going back to again and again? Linda, I'm going to start with you. No bees. Why? Uh, service is always great. Cocktails are always great. Wine selection is priced very well. And the details are always on point. Can I just gripe here? I've tried to go twice. And the weights have been over... Like they're like, oh, it's a two-hour wait. Oh, it's an hour forty-five minute wait. That's a great that's a problem, great problem to have. It not is for you. Though. It's not for me though. <laughs> like I, I mean, you know, at Cultivare, you can get texted when your table's about to be ready or something like that. Like, there's no parking. You have to like get yelled at by residents. Well, this is happy time. This is happy I know. Time I've tried. I, Nobies, I've tried to come to your restaurant, but I just can't. Yeah, we know people. So well, we you know, they're, they're open till midnight, so <laughs> maybe you got to go eight. late. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, she does own a bakery. <laughs> yeah. No, I, that's that's totally, I, I'm home by like 11 p.m., but I'm like asleep by midnight. Yeah. No. Yeah, trying to go at 7 o'clock on a Friday night is not going to be very successful. No, both times we're off hours and like random days of the week. I just, I've tried. I'm just going to put it out there. I've tried. Yeah. They're a victim of their own success. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm happy for them. Matt, how about you? Riel and Nancy's Hustle. Damn it. Damn it. No, that's okay. No, Mary. You stole my Riel. Mary, you can talk about Nancy's. Talk about... Talk about why you keep going back to Nancy's hustle. The menu's constantly evolving, so there's always something fresh to eat there, something different than the time before, as well as revisiting classics. And the bar program and the wine program is so friendly. Um, I just I love the atmosphere of this space. I love that it's small and intimate. They are they're killing it. Yeah. What she said. <laughs> what she said. <laughs> Becky, how about you? What is it about Riel? Um, I mean, the pierogies <laughs> again. Um, the hot dogs and the pierogies. Yeah, no, and you know what? Say what you will, but that hanger steak with the pierogies and the haricot vert and the horseradish cream sauce. I mean, stop. Just forget. That's all you need. Yeah, no. If I were doing one of those lists of dishes to in Houston to eat before you die, yeah, I think that's one of those new dishes that's kind of jumped up and you know, like that crispy rice salad. It. At UB Preserve, like the tomato toast at T Rex, that's just kind of jumped up and grabbed people's attention, and that it's so simple and it's just so solid and it's so good. Um, the serve, I mean, usually it's Ryan who's taking my order, but um, the rest of the staff's really good. There's always something pink and bubbly waiting for me, so they remember me. Um, but you know, the and I love his new little chocolate, his new chocolate cake, his new chocolate dessert. That's good. Yeah, it's just solid. It's a good meal. Um, also, cultivari. Mm, I mean, yeah, it's always good. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. you just forget it. That's yeah. it. All right, Felice, how about you? Well, kind of like I said, what she said. That was really what she said. Nancy's hustle. All of that that <laughs> Mary said. Plus, you know, it's consistent, right? So it's consistent. So Nancy's hustle, cultivari, like those are. There, I'm always going to new spots, but when I find myself going. To um, I'm like, oh, I haven't been to Nancy's. Oh, I haven't been to Cultivari because they make me feel good. And I know whenever I go, I'm going to get a good meal because they're consistent. Consistently good. Yeah. They're the kind of places that want to feed you. Not in, like they're not there to like impress you with their like me- molecular gastronomy or. You know, whatever. no, it's like, like pretty straightforward, it's right. simple, good food, and done well. Like the chefs there, like they're not. It's it's not Ryan Perez Cultivare. It's it's Cultivare, and Ryan is so one of those chefs that just wants to feed you, which is why you leave feeling so good. Yeah, yeah. and he's there a lot. Oh yeah, I mean to his credit. Another common thing in and across these is the price price points on these are really spectacular for the value. You yeah. can spend some money at Nancy's. <laughs> I have. I had a two hundred dollar dinner for two there uh, without trying that hard. But if you if you get a if you get a couple of cocktails and a glass of wine, like it can add up real fast. At I don't Nancy's even hustle. like cheesecake, and I love their cheesecake. It's. I mean, yeah. Yeah. you ha- you had me at hello. I mean, my God. Are you talking about the Labne uh, cheesecake or? No, the Parmesan cheesecake. Uh, Nancy's. Come on with pepper and honey. Like, I guess I'll just have to go by there today. <laughs> Julia's like needs more attention, like what she's doing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we keep nominating her for Tastemaker Awards. I think one of these days she's finally going to win it. Okay, I'll rig it this year. All right. Okay. <laughs> Topic number four. What is your saddest shudder? 
the restaurant that closed this year that you are the, the most worst. upset a about. A key. <laughs> I'd second that. It's, yeah. Come on. That food, that food was mind-blowing yeah. and constantly evolving. It makes me sad. I really like that restaurant. I second that. I don't know. Maybe work on your PR game? <laughs> yeah, Becky and I talked for probably 20 minutes the last time she was on the show Touché. about uh, the issues with the key. I only got one angry email. You did? Criticizing. Um, criticizing some the, Becky. Really? Some of the, some of the comments we. <laughs> oh, come on, come on. What is it? No, no. I'm not going to. I don't have it in front of me. I'm not going to get it. Okay. But, you know, no. disappointed. Disappointed in our. Uh, in some of the comments we made, uh, which actually is, is fewer than I kind of thought we might. So, yeah, I think so. I think a key is on that list. Uh, Kitchen 713 is definitely on that yeah. list for me. Say, yeah. 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 Matt, I, I saw you raise your hands. That's you, what I was going to say. Okay. Kitchen 713. Right. Not because I'm surprised. I just, the guys are doing really well. They have good food. And, you know, we talked to them about it, right? So it's like it was the service thing that did them in. It was the service. They're still cooking because I just delivered a bunch of desserts to Ross. Yeah, they're still they, they got catering. some stuff in the yeah, yeah they got some stuff they're working on. Matt, you look like you have something to add. No, I I, I think both of those. I guess a, a key is is maybe a little bit yes sad, but fairly confident that they're going to reopen with most of the same team intact here sooner than later. You would know. You you sound like you know something. Oh, I'm not. I'm I, that does. Yeah, you can't even get it out. What? What? No, no, no. It's just what's been public. The world needs needs more Jill. Yeah. Right. So Jill and Paul have said that they're going to work on a new Filipino restaurant together, but they haven't said when or where. where. So, you know, until I. 2019. You were insinuating it was something sooner. Mm. I'm just going to say 2019. Okay. All right. Linda, how about you? I'd have to say Fountain View Cafe. I mean, the only reason that I like Fountain View Cafe is because it's really the only Houston pancake that I'm really crazy and bonkers about. But, I mean, in all honesty, um, the service has never been good. They're not warm or hospitable. Um, There's too much stuff in that neighborhood. And you have to evolve. I mean, I always talk about service. Linda, you can't slam one of your ones that you're sad about. You're what? sad, but you're slamming it. Like, oh, really? Are oh. you really sad? Oh. Eric, rephrase the question. Have uh, you ever been to a diner with good service? Mm, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I will say I had the chance to try the pancakes at Superica recently. That might be your new favorite. No, pancakes don't at the talk classic. To me like that. Pancakes at the classic. Yes, that Dutch baby at the classic is is really good. That's not yes. a pancake, yo. Yes. That's a Dutch baby. It's <laughs> Hello, not it's a Dutch baby, like not a pancake. If I can dump butter and syrup on it and it's a flat oh. dough disc, mm. I am not super fussy that, about <laughs> what a, you call it. Well, you're just a savage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now for my my favorite my favorite moment of the show. What was your worst meal of 2018? Oh, God. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right, Felice. Let's I'll get, go let's, first. Let's mine is it. not really like going to kill too many people. Like They're going to be sad oh. about it. Um, 
Eric, it was actually you and I were there together, and it was the go-go curry. And yeah, it wasn't great. And it was that curry, great price point, great concept. The, it's, it's in China Chinatown. Chinatown. It's, a, it's a Japanese import by way of New York. Right. It's, so a, it's it, a fast food restaurant. Right. And it's, you know, it's popular because that's kind of the thing. But um, so I'm like, yeah, we need to have an opinion on it. That curry, it's it, it just that's all you taste. It's overwhelming. I'll never go back. I'll never go back. Becky, how about you? Well, y'all told me mine didn't count because it was friends and family. So I don't <laughs> no, know. it doesn't count when they're not really open. Did you pay full freight for it? I paid for full freight for the drinks. No, that doesn't count. It didn't count. Okay, I'll We're, go with my plan. My second one. <laughs> my plan B. <laughs> my plan B. I mean, I pretended to like it, but that La Vista place, I just wasn't feeling it. Well, and and admittedly, like shortly after we went like, there, the owner Shep, like yeah fired the chef. Or, and, well, the and, chef and the sommelier both left. So, yeah, I don't know. Quitter got fired. That's always a, a tricky thing in the restaurant business. I mean, but. it wasn't like the worst food in the world, but it was like there was no reason for me to go back, and it was so freaking loud. It was really loud. Yeah, and admittedly, I have not been back, and I, I sort of feel like I owe it another visit, and I have not uh, summoned the energy to go back there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Similarly, like Matt and I had a really bad experience at Shuck Shack on Washington Avenue, and I know that I owe it. <laughs> I know that I owe it another visit because I don't. There's no way it's that bad. Like they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have been successful enough to open a location in Houston, yeah. right? It's from Dallas. They wouldn't have been that successful. It happens all the time. Idiots come in town and think that they can just roll out into a neighborhood, mm-hmm. and they don't know the they don't know the market. So it could be just trash. But I also have an off-topic. What's with the every new burger place being green like Shake Shack? And then you've got places that are like Shuck Shack. Like, does everybody want to be Shake Shack? Yes. Okay. Yes. Like Hop Daddy, Buff Burger, they're all freaking green and black, just like Shake Shack. Like, pick a new color. Like Millennial Pink. Oh, that's a good <laughs> one. The Shake. Neon Pink. Start. Do not start with that. The Shake. All right, Mary, how about you? What was your worst meal of 2018? Oh, God, Eric. I mm, I don't know if I can I don't know do it, I do it, mm, do it. you're amongst friends <laughs> yeah until this, this air, is a until safe this, space until this airs I'm the only one who gets angry emails you'll be fine um my I feel bad sort of not really uh I went to Georgia James the first week it was open oh, no. I went to Georgia James the first week it was open. We did, like, not a full menu takedown, but plenty of food. And our steak was grossly overcooked, like, grossly overcooked. Ordering it medium rare, it came out medium well. And then by the time the waiter argued with us about whether the temperature was the way we ordered it, we sent it back, and by the time it came out, I don't know, 30 minutes later, um, everything was cold, and I was just like, let's just get out of here. So... Um, yeah, expensive meal, and I left with a deep serving of regret, but, um, so is I it, is it dead to, to like, you? Are you going back? I don't know. No, probably not. Yes, it's pretty dead. Let's have <laughs> a moment. pretty dead. Let's have a moment let's of have silence. a moment of silence. There are a lot of steakhouses in this town. Okay. Okay, we're done. All right, Linda, how about you? Worst meal? Um, I've got two actually. Uh, worst meal was BB Lemon. 
Clutches of pearls. Uh, they served me a weird pastrami thing, and actually, we ser- we actually ordered three dishes, and their pastrami, an onion dish. I don't I don't know what it was. It was wildly overcooked. Um, and what's surprisingly enough, the fish and chips were delicious, and their tartar sauce was on point. Their burger was good, but the pastrami dish that they did was kind of it's a, a lot of basurita. Um, so the the worst meal for you of the year that one dish made it the worst. I mean, it was wor- worst. It was one that of the bad. Worst, it was one of the worst dishes that, that I had, you had this year. Yeah. Oh. She said dish. She did yeah. say dish. She did say the meal. Okay. Dish. To be fair, dish. everything else was good though. Okay. Dish. Um. I think, you know what? We'll just keep it at that. <laughs> All right, Matt. Let's let's clue. Let's let's close this out with you. This should not be a surprise to you, but shell shock was shell by shock. far shell shock. Shell shock. <laughs> <laughs> no, after you eat there, it's, it's shell, shell shock. shock. Oh, it's shell sh- shock. Sh- it's sh- like I think he meant shock. No, okay, I think he it. meant what. He, the, wait, what's Look, it, he said, it's "I said what shock? I said." What's it? Wait, it's the shell shock. It's called shell shock. It's on and Washington you had shell and Sawyer. Shock. Because got, it was so bad. Ah, I'm there. All right, but I feel like you had one other one you wanted to talk about. Uh, I do. Uh, I did it. Come on. I'm, I'm not. Can't no, I don't have it. No, no. Throw that shade. Throw that shade. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> Eric will not do this next year. <laughs> I bet. I bet this is the most listened to one. He has so Come much on. regret on his face right now. I wish y'all could see. <laughs> Uh, Blanca's Tacos and Tequila. Why? That's a real place. It's brand new. Open. It wasn't even a dish. The service was fine. The space was fine. The food was not. It just was... All, there was They were all misses. The corn tortillas were okay. They used uh, Maseca flour. They were okay. And that yeah, I will say I went there recently at their invitation to a, a media dinner they held. The queso was like weirdly thin and runny. It didn't coat the chip properly. They served the fajitas with uh, quesadilla. And, white, white cheese quesadilla. And I, I said, so how are you supposed to eat this? And they said, you're supposed to pry the quesadilla apart and shove the meat in and then kind of roll that back up, which just seemed very strange to me. And they didn't give you nearly enough guacamole or pico de gallo. So it's like, charge me another dollar or two and give me the condiments that I need to make the dish successful. And then the other thing, uh, and and so I just, I feel like they're going to have to confront Houstonians sending that back because they're not going to recognize it as fajitas. So I was just like, you shove it open. Yeah, you pry apart the cheese covered tortilla. You put the meat in, and then you kind of roll it back up. Yeah. So what I said is, look, just just go to El Tiempo and just okay. see how they do it, right. so you understand what people are going to be expecting. Expect, right? Like, do your own. Like, there's no law. Like, you can you don't have to serve a standard fajita setup, but you need to be able to tell people in advance, like, hey, this is not what you're expecting. Right. Blancos, listen up. We know what we're doing in. Houston, Texas. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it described as a Tex-Mex restaurant. 
I don't really think that's accurate. It's from Arizona. They've had a little it's bit a of West success. Mex. Yeah, it's not. It's not Tex-Mex. It's it's a version. It's an Americanized Mexican food, but it is not Tex-Mex. And actually, I I thought the tortillas were pretty good. Uh, those corn tortillas. Uh, they do that uh, Snake River Farms beef in the in the corn tortillas that I thought was actually pretty solid. But yeah, some of the rest of it uh, did not meet my expectations. Selfish side note: Can Super Rica add beef fillet fajitas? Thanks. <laughs> With a little <laughs> dipping sauce of butter, like yes. El Tiempo. They have the dipping sauce of butter. Oh, oh it's so good. You put your beef in the butter, then you put it in the tortilla. I know, that's how I eat it. Okay. Wait, I thought, fillet fajitas are a waste of fillet. Sorry, I thought this. No, was a, I thought this was no, a food not. show. It's, it's tender food in your mouth. It's delicious. <laughs> Yum. All right. <laughs> All right. It's over. I'm never doing it again. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up with what restaurants opening next year are you most looking forward to? Felice wants to start. If you steal mine, I'm gonna beat you. Up. Okay, want to them together, and then if they're the same, no, you go. Okay, Truth Barbecue. I'm waiting. I'm ready. Come on, mom. Come to mama. Come to mama. It's painted. Have you driven past it recently? I, it's painted. I see the vents. I mean, it's close. It's right there. Just, you know, I was trying to pry some information out of them over the weekend. I go, so is it going to be before New Year's? So I need to, like, dress to come. Couldn't get the information. So we're going to go 2019, what I'm looking forward to. All right, Becky, how about you? Um, Oh, my God. I can't remember what I was going to say. All right, you were just come worried about you. me stealing it. Mary, go ahead. I know. Justin Yu and Bobby Hugel's new restaurant. Yes, whatever it is that they're doing at whatever, the Southern Good Space. Whatever they're doing with that Southern Good Space, I want to know, and I want to taste it. Um, Hopefully they got the electrical system fixed. They're in Copenhagen right now, or Europe, and you know they're doing some sure. R&D. I want all of it. <laughs> Matt, how about you? Well, that that would have been one of them. The other one is is Mad from the BCN people. Yes. Yeah, the tapas restaurant. That'll be really interesting. I I'm not really sure where they are with that. I I, I assume it's under construction. It is. Blind Goat by Christine Ha at ba- Bravery. Yeah, all of the concepts at Bravery are interesting. I I will be. I mean, Christine Ha is this kind of interesting figure because, you know, she won Master Chef. She's never worked at a restaurant before, so this is really like the first time she'll be serving her food to people, and I'll be, I'll be really curious to see what that's like. Uh, all right, Becky, have you, have you come back to it? Well, I mean, she's still Truth Barbecue, so I'll go with that one. I can't remember the other one. <laughs> all right, so just uh, my brain's fried. So just a couple of more. Uh, the Goodnight Hospitality Duo, Rosie Cannonball, and. March, uh, I had Felipe and Adam Garcia, Felipe Riccio and Adam Garcia on last week's show, got a little preview of some of what they're doing. Uh, they've obviously been working and traveling in Europe and, and soaking up all those influences. So I think that will be those two restaurants, I think will be, uh, very interesting. And then, uh, the other thing is we don't quite know what's going to happen to starfish Right, we we know that it's going to close. We know that they're going to renovate the space. We know that it's going to reopen with a new name, but the combination of Lyle Bento and JD Woodward and a seafood restaurant is very exciting to me. So I will be very curious to see what comes of that. All right, before I wrap this up, anybody have any 
Final thoughts? 2018 has been a wonderful food year and beverage. Got to get those sips in year in Houston. I'm just looking forward to see what 2019 holds. Eat more cookies. That too. Only from Fluff Bake Brother. Drink more wine. From Avondale Food and Wine. That too. (laughs) Have margaritas with Linda. Go to Tokyo. Oh, stop. Drink more fresh juices. Ooh, healthy girl. From Grit Grocery. Yes. Yes. All right. All right, guys. Thanks, y'all, for participating in this. Uh, That does it for our show this week. Thanks so much for listening. I will be back in 2019. Eric's face was like, oh my God. He was like being embarrassed by his mother. Like, but it was the funny part. He said, don't talk over each other. We didn't talk over face, each like, other. Mom, no. He should have said, can y'all be within control? We didn't talk over each other. We just were out of control. <laughs>